0: welcome back to an exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I've got two questions for you. Are you ready to rock? Hell yeah. yeah. I couldn't be more ready. And more importantly, are you ready to roll? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna throw
1: down with a two-headed dragon thing.
0: Okay, to set the scene a little bit, uh, you guys have just landed on Sononas Prime. You were able to get your permits and land safely. You al- alerted Armin Decker of your arrival. He was able to pull some strings for you in order to get you through the Ministry of Defense blockade. The Sononas Armada let you through because you had the permits and when you landed, you were greeted by some Sononan, uh soldiers who you quickly spotted were actually Sarkisian mercenaries. Uh, you were ambushed and took out a lot of them two were remaining but at the time they called for backup and a large two-headed winged beast came and ate those boys and is now screaming at you on the roof of one of the buildings in this landing zone are there still sarkeesian's left uh the one that's left sees the what the bird did to his two friends and just uh, throws his weapons to the ground and starts hauling ass towards uh the forest and disappears into the woods you can almost immediately recognize this as one of Gregerton's hybrid monsters. Oh, shit. Okay. Just based on, like, you can see the grafting and stuff, and you can see that there are things that definitely don't belong on this. Uh, if you want, you can give me a life science check um, to try to figure out the the main components. Uh, but other than that, I'm going to let you guys choose. Do you want to reroll initiative, or do you want to keep the initiative? I want to roll my dice. Let's go.
2: Okay. I I don't also want... don't remember the initiative. So
3: same. Yeah. So let's just. Re-roll. I could be
1: good. I
2: could be bad. Who they fucking knows? All right. You hit me. Twenty three. Okay. Durin.
1: Twenty seven. Uh, Merrick. Twelve. Hot twelve. I can't deal with flying creatures anyway, so it doesn't matter. Merrick <laughs> needs to learn how to jump high or something. I really do need a jetpack. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. I need a jetpack.
3: Or we're temp- completely. wings. Yeah. Yeah, the wings are good too. You are up, Durin. Cool. I definitely don't have any ranks in the life science part. How's everyone feeling on health, or Like, we okay? Uh, I'm I'm just in st- like, I'm low on stamina,
1: but besides okay. that, I'm okay.
3: Okay,
2: yeah. Cody. I'm almost in my health, but but right wow. now I'm
3: okay. Um, Sweet. I do we think that could be a friend? Does it look like a friend? Dang.
0: Uh, give me a sense motive.
3: Fuck. <laughs> if there was one, I'd be. I would die inside. Um, I get an
2: 11, which fits that I, I'm not sure. A 40. Uh, it's definitely oh. not a
3: friend. Okay, okay. Kony, <laughs> it's not a friend. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna activate my cloaking field and hide in plain sights.
0: Yeah, like you've seen what happens when these things are made. You know that they are in insane amounts of pain and hate their life. And it is so agitated and, and angry that there would be no way of, It's sort of like magical means of, of taming this thing. Oh, oh, so it's a millennial.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Or okay, boomer. Good. Like that was pretty good. <laughs> you yeah. didn't.
2: Te- you didn't tell me I had avocado toast in each hand.
3: <laughs> um, I got a. Uh, I, 34 on my stealth so i'm activating my cloaking shield and probably trying to get away from groups of people see what it does and hide with a 34
1: there there are no groups of people it's just me and cody standing you're, by you're, ourselves I like, am. you're a group of people <laughs> who've taken most of the damage
3: let's try sugarcoat that he's leaving us <laughs> hey i took a lot ah, of damage i'm almost in my health too all right boys Great! you watch as one of the heads
0: follows your every movement. I should just stop doing it. It's just useless now. Okay, yes. You st- you notice one of the heads uh, doesn't seem to notice you, Durn, but one of them does. Cool, cool. How far away is it? Just so I have some context. I don't really. You were in like the boxes. So I would say it's, it's probably like 40 feet away. It's like perched up on the top of the roof mm-hmm. and just sort of like leaning over and yelling at you guys. Cool, cool. Uh, it is Cody's turn. I'm gonna try to figure out what parts are what. Sure. Um, I assume medicine wouldn't help me here. No, that's a sixteen. Yeah, you can't tell pretty much any of the parts, but I will say that the the one thing that you can notice about it, it seems to have doubled up on itself. So the the extra head, it, it, this whatever creature this was. Uh, only had one head, and whatever they did to it gave it a second. So the heads are identical in terms of the species. So this used to be a single-headed monster. They turned it into a two-headed monster. Uh, the other parts, you you couldn't tell, and you don't know what the original monster was.
1: Okay. That's a nightmare.
0: Yeah, that sucks for this thing. Uh it could
1: be brothers. Imagine me and Zane, like, fused together. That'd be <laughs> a, fun, a true, true nightmare. I'd watch the sitcom, though. <laughs> Eight arms? So many
2: arms. You'd be like a human centipede. Uh Ish. I'm going to double fire on this thing. Okay, that's probably not gonna do it, but let's 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 find that together. Uh that's not actually that bad. 23 EAC. You hit it on the money. Damn, oh. that's
3: this thing's beefy. Oh, that's mm-hmm. okay, okay.
2: Is it large or is it huge, Dan? It is large. That is 17 damage. Oh, and then that one will miss because that's an 18. And this is uh fire, fire damage. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, as I
0: just, like, I guess clip it once, and uh, then the other shot goes wide. Yeah, once you hit it, it wraps its wings around itself, uh, and you notice the second you shoot it, it does absolutely nothing, and then it flaps its wings open again, uh, and it starts, like, rhythmically beating its wings at you, and you can feel the strength that this thing has in its wings. Uh, And then uh, the head on the right, like, its eyes fill with a light and it just sort of like stares blankly for a second uh and then it goes limp and the head on the left is gonna do a big scream uh so all of you are gonna have to give me fortitude saves please we're scared. oh wait cool. we never picked jenny abilities <laughs> yes before
1: we
3: yes or... yeah it'll
1: it'll happen after this this fight
3: we're gonna forget immediately after
1: oh my god i can't roll for shit today holy moly
3: you're right, dude.
1: Like, I have a plus 11, so it's not bad. Like, mm-hmm. but I rolled an eight, so mine's a 19, so it's not over the 20 where I think it needs to be. <laughs> Fair enough.
3: Uh, I got a 15. Hey, my worst, worst save, so about a 23. Okay, Merrick and Durin, you both succeed. But I'm going to zone in, turn on my headphones as this thing starts screaming.
2: Okay. The
3: last? So
2: there left. we go. That's a 27. As I start to play some of that, like, really chill. Like kind of like moody
0: synth rock that we were listening to while stargazing. Okay. Uh, Then, Dern, you're going to take no damage. Cool. Cody and Merrick, you're taking seven points of damage. Sonic, if that matters. Does not. And then it's going, it like flaps its wings and with one like really powerful push, it launches itself into the air and then crashes down onto the ground in front of you. Yes! You foolish beast. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. (laughs)
1: With two heads, you are but still a stupid bird dragon thing. You've come to me.
0: It definitely looks more bird-like. It's got feathers. It's got these long plumage. It has a a, a massive, like, tail that almost looks like it would be serpentine, but it's also covered in feathers. And then it fans out at the end of the tail into almost like a peacock style. Uh, But those feathers seem to be, like, glistening.
1: Yeah. Like Um, that. So I still have to move to hit it, like a, like it's not like right in front of me? Yeah, you'd have to You'd have to move up. How far? Because I know i it's probably got a long range, so I'm probably going to take an attack of opportunity. Like I it will take
0: an attack of opportunity, yeah.
1: I don't, okay. Yeah, Merrick's going to move in. Fuck it, why not? Okay, it's
0: so an at 20.
1: Okay, go right ahead, bird. I, I apologize <laughs> for calling you a dragon. I take that back. It was rude of me.
0: As you come moving in, it puts its clawed wing hand into the ground. And then, with that sort of base and leverage, it lunges forward at you and just drives its other claw directly into the side of your ribs. You take 55 points of damage.
3: <gasps> no, dude, what the fuck?
0: As it skewers you uh, with its claw. Uh, and then you're going to have to give me a fortitude save, please. All
1: right. Um, that's going to be a 26
0: okay you're good you don't uh, begin bleeding <laughs> at least not mechanically <laughs> in fiction you're absolutely bleeding
1: <laughs> oh yeah for sure um so okay um fuck i guess i have to use it now um merrick's gonna use his strength of purpose okay so i roll 10 d6 i gain 38 stamina okay and i'm going to switch to graviton mode as my fail safe okay and then i'm going to make an attack how hurt are you buddy A quarter stamina, a third of health. Okay. And then I'm making an attack. That's definitely going to hit. That's a 17 on the dice, unless this thing is a true monster. 34 to hit. Yes. Uh, 31 points of damage.
0: As you come running in, it gashes you with its, uh, big old claw. How do you hit it? How do you return fire?
1: So, it it bites out. I think Merrick starts, like, go for its neck as it's sort of, like, bitten to its side. Quick reaction, trying to, like, just hack its head off. Okay. I'm about to even the playing field.
0: Fantastic.
3: Duren, it's your turn. So since it knows where I am, I'm going to try to set up Cody's next attack or Merrick's, whoever happens to hit. And my stealth is a beautiful 27. Not enough. Damn it. All right, just standard attack. Fuck it. Shoot it. I shoot the thing. Um, I got a 24 versus EAC.
0: That it works, yeah.
3: Hell yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing that one ahead is just still tracking me as I start making my way and trying to be sneaky. Um, I do 13 points of damage to it. Electric- electricity, if that matters.
0: Uh, it doesn't. So 13, no. you said? 13. Perfect. Cody, it's your turn. Uh, how far is the thing from me? Uh, you were at the back fighting those guys, so I'd say about like 30 feet. Okay. I am going to... how And it's large, you said? Large, yep.
2: Yeah. I'm going to come in and attack it. It's going to take another attack of opportunity because it has... As I acrobatics through it. Mm, Probably not. I forget what you need, but that's a 35. Uh, No, that
0: does not work. All right, hit me. (laughs) It's another nat 20. No, dude. Damn. Damn. Fuck. Uh, Better than Merrick. Uh, You take 45 points of damage. As it slams, it does the same thing with the other hand. As Merrick's close the distance, it sort of wraps Merrick in its one wing. So he's now under the wing and then launches itself at you as it does the exact same thing and tries to sort of like eviscerate you. You'll notice not all of that goes through. <laughs> you it's slashing damage. I thought you said he pierced his ribs. Mechanically, it's slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Flavor pierce. Funny Forbidden. how that you watch changed words, Dane.
2: So quickly, yeah? <laughs> Funny how that changed so quickly. All right, as I charge in and attack, am I on the other side of Merrick? Twenty-five to hit that hits. All right, Uh, thirty-one points of bludgeoning electrical. Okay, Uh, this thing as the move action. I'm going to activate. Keep fighting, and uh, you just move. No standard action charge. Uh, Okay, I'm going to activate. Keep fighting and like wipe, wipe the blood off my face, very movie style, and regain. Some stamina, because I have none.
0: Cool. Uh, It's go. It looks at you and Merrick right in front of it, and you did the exact same amount of damage. So the one head that went limp now snaps back up and looks at the two of you and then goes to bite Merrick. But it's not like an aggressive bite. It's weird. It just goes and just like... It just like puts its mouth on you, or at least attempts to. Is it a potential
2: bit. bite? What the fuck?
0: That is a thirty-three k or EAC. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you E-A-T? feel this thing uh, touch you, and then a ripple of energy flows into you, and you have to give me a fortitude save, please.
3: Think like of spells.
0: That's a fifteen. Uh, you feel that ripple of energy begin to take hold of you. You can feel your synapses and your brain and your nerves and your muscles all beginning to contract randomly and Uh sporadically. And every time you try to make a move to get into a defensive position, your leg freezes, and you are under the effect of overload systems. You are going to have to give me a 50% chance every time you try to take an action, and if you don't succeed, uh, you lose that action. Fuck! Damn.
3: Oh, that's so
1: rude. This bird did not come to play. Too bad I already used my purpose bullshit to redo this save. Fuck. Uh, my Stern. <laughs> Cody weird
0: ugh, energy. I'm so glad it didn't bite you. <laughs> uh, and then the other head is going to try to peck at Cody. Is there any damage with that, Dan? Or just the effect? Nope. Just the effect. Okay. Trauma damage. He's going to use probability prediction to reroll that. I hate that. It's a time bird? It. Uh, that was the spell the the head cast on itself the first round. Gotcha. That is going to be a 33 KAC. You know it. <laughs> Oh my God! We're gonna get TPK'd by a freaking oh, magic sure.
3: bird. I- I'll try and heal. <laughs>
0: I'll try. It returns the favor of thirty-one points of damage to you. As <laughs> well, and this is piercing, though. Okay. As it thirty-one just,
2: points of damage.
0: Yeah, furiously pecks at you. You see, I lose my
2: entire, all the rest of my stamina I just got perfectly. Exactly.
0: Nice, nice. I'm it's like right.
2: I wipe the blood away, and I'm like, okay, I'm good to, and then just ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like-
0: uh, this thing just currently has like, you know, when like you give dogs like the egg and it like gently takes the egg and it just holds it. That's what it's That's doing to Merrick. Merrick. And the other head is just furiously like pecking through Cody's chest. I
2: think like Cody's so distracted by being so relieved wrongly that Merrick didn't take any arm. He's like, Oh, thank God. This head must be wrong. Like something's wrong with this. Head. Oh
1: God. Cody. I, uh, uh, Durin, I think it's tickling him. Yeah,
3: he's fine. <laughs>
1: Uh, Merrick tries to get a thumbs up, but his like fingers go the wrong way. So he's accidentally just like giving you guys the middle finger. He's like, yeah. <laughs> okay, you are up, Merrick. Okay, okay. So this is iffy. The not being able to do all my actions thing is really shitty. Because I was thinking about <laughs> blowing my graviton and just trying to overburden it for a couple rounds. But if that fails, i fuck it. I'm just going to do it.
2: He did say you lose the action, not that you lose the thing you do, right? Uh, let me see the the wording of the old spell. Yeah. Because, like, if you don't have the action, you didn't
0: do it, right? Yeah. Ta- yeah so you uh, essentially can't do the thing you're trying to do. So you okay. wouldn't lose whatever you're trying to do. Okay. I'm going to try to all shall kneel.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to, I guess, the odds and evens?
0: Yeah. We'll do uh,
1: We'll do whatever you want to call it. Okay. Jay why don't you roll it and I'll call it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to call odds. It's a nine. Nice. Okay. So as a movement action, Merrick gets his senses back together and I need it to roll a fortitude save.
0: Ooh, should have saved my reroll for that. That's going to be a 15. All right. It is overburdened.
1: So it, I last for three rounds. So every turn, it, as it ends its turn in my radius, he'll have to roll again. All right. And now Merrick's going to try to make an attack. Um, I'm going to roll odds. It'll hit Dane if you want to throw that real quick for me.
0: 11 you hit there we go and this beautiful.
3: spell sucks and scary though. 25 against its new
0: less dexy ac it's yeah you fucked its decks up that's like its high stat nice
1: nice 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 uh 40 damage
0: damn
1: so merrick stomps his foot regains a little bit of his standing gravity around him is enforced and it does say enemy so it won't affect cody cool And uh, yeah, he swings in, he sort of, runs again, back to his more regal, dominant kind of posture. But he's still twitching a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely still twitching. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, it is Durin's turn.
3: Okay, we're going to start with a a nice, famous opening of a trick attack. Ooh, 19 on the die, that's pretty sexy. I'm in the 44s? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to do a setup for... Cody, fuck him up, Cody, as I do a harrowing fire and I succeed. So uh, whoever hits next gets my trick attack damage.
2: Is it whoever hits next or is it the next
0: attack? Whoever hits next. Perfect. I think we agreed that it's whoever takes the attack on their next turn. Cody can do two attacks if he misses that, but it won't count for Merrick because someone else tried to attack it. I think was what we agreed on where it's like you can, you can miss an attack and that'll count. But as long as it's the same person and not just like a rolling over, I think that was our, our agreed ruling on that. All right. Is it my go? It is your go. All right. Cody is going to double
2: attack. First attack coming in. Oh, that's pretty good. That is going to be a 27 to hit.
0: Yes. You hit. So you'll be adding, is it 5d8 now Durin or is it higher? Yeah, I believe it's only 5d8.
3: You know, nothing nothing too wild. Okay, well, that's
0: good, because I rolled pretty low damage.
2: Uh, that is 47 points of damage. How do you finish it? Fuck yeah. Durin's placing these, like, perfect shots, like, whipping it by both heads and, like, distracting them. They, like, perk up, and I get, like, the chance to do this big, wild, like, overhand swing, and it's, like, pressed down, it's out of shape, it's, like, overburdened, it's distracted, so I just come in with this big like almost like baseball swing clip one head right into the other and just like smash them off each other
0: with a sickening gross thud it hits the ground uh merrick you feel that control over you dissipate it's like sort of when you get a good like back crack or whatever there's like a full release it kind of f- shoots out uh through your nerves to the the you know your fingertips and toes and you are once again in complete control of your body and you have successfully uh defeated the Cynona ambush waiting for or sorry the Sarkesian ambush waiting for you on Sonona's prime. Well, I think the bird gets some credit too.
1: Yeah, the uh we should get one of those zappy things for the ship. I feel great. <laughs> Let's do a stretch. Mm, mm. I feel clean and clear. My sinuses completely. Duran, you were wrong. It was a
2: friend. It just gave Merrick a mouth hug.
3: Yeah, that's that's what that was. Um how did you feel after that mouth hug, Merrick? He just oh, great. I felt
2: terrible until right now. <laughs> <laughs> it pecked me. It didn't like me at all. I like, opened my shirts, just like
1: mulched. Maybe just got right along with the wrong head. Maybe. All right. Um, fuck. I, I, a part of me wants to just hole up in the ship for 10 minutes and get our stamina back and then explore. But I don't know what's happening. I want to do a perception, Dane.
0: Is yeah. there
1: anything else moving in the city? Sounds? Anything that like dictating movement? Um, that's going to be, I think, 23?
0: Uh, no. Oddly enough, the air is silent and still. You can hear the occasional chirping of birds and various wildlife noises from the forest that currently surrounds this outpost. But in terms of combat and noises of conflict, you don't hear anything. Can I search
1: the mercs for any kind of communication device, um, evidence of what they're doing, orders, anything like
0: that? Sure. So I won't. I, no, you don't have to roll a perception check. They all, uh, they just have bags and stuff. They're not hiding anything. But you don't find anything of much note except for these small ceramic, or like they feel like ceramic discs. They're white, and then on one side there's a yellow or a red circle with a line through it.
1: Everybody, let's have a look at this. How I'm gonna weird. roll a culture check to see if I can get anything from that side. Darren, do you want to make sure it's not some kind of weird technology?
3: Yeah, I'll engineer. Cody, what are you doing?
1: Um, I don't know what would what I have
2: that's applicable to this. Thirty-six on my engineering. Uh, fifteen on culture.
0: Twenty-one culture. Okay, uh, culture for you, Merrick. You don't. You haven't seen anything like this before. This doesn't really mean anything to you. Uh, Durin, mm-hmm. you realize that these are there is electronical components to this. This is some sort of encrypted communication device. In terms of it is a, it's not like a, a two-way, it's a one-way. There is something stored on this. Gotcha. Is it meant for receiving or like holding information? It's meant for holding information.
3: There's some encrypted info on here, probably their orders or something. But yeah, I don't know if we have the capabilities to
0: unencrypt it. Cody, you look at that symbol on the disk and you recognize it. It is the same symbol you saw from the people that took Alpha all those years ago. It's changed, it's stylized, but you definitely recognize that symbol. You see, like, Cody grabs it and just, like, as he's looking at it, you see his whole body just, like,
2: tense and his hand just, like, clench around the thing, like, as hard as possible. I'm just staring. Without breaking it, right? (laughs) I I don't know how flimsy it is. Uh, It's it's pretty sturdy. Please don't break it. Please. (laughs) I'm going to roll a strength check to see how hard... (laughs) <laughs> we don't really need to make that roll. <laughs> That's a
0: 23 strength, Dane. Uh, you hear a crack. No. <laughs> in Damn the it. the oval disc. Yeah, you know this belongs to, uh, or it, it used to belong at least, when you saw it, the human supremacists, I guess you would call them. Um, when the humans first moved into space, there was a group of people who strongly believed that the humans should have a homeworld and they they wanted something more than the cube
1: so what are what? let me guess these cadrical eyes cats are just trying to create their own demiplane and that's why they're boring Cadrical's name because that's what he did is that their whole shtick they're trying to get the power to build a separate world a separate place of existence just for humans but they're using fucking sarkeesians he's just arm shaking like staring at the thing well let's hold on to it we need to a- probably need something that's in there um let's go to the ship rest for 10 minutes for some reason explicitly 10 minutes um for a moment and then we'll move out and see what else we can find in this town it is a town right
0: that we're sort of outside of you're you're outside of like the Sononan capital so it is it is like yeah it's like an imperial city oh fuck so yeah you can you could see like the the imperial palace in like the distance when you were landing uh, am I like
1: I'm not mistaken in saying that I'm getting very much like space Roman emperor vibes, empire vibes from this city. That's how I view it in my head.
0: <laughs> it's more space like Russia. Like think of huh. think of like the okay. Kremlin. That's what yep. the the palace gotcha. looks like. So way more curvy. Yeah. Um. Do the human
2: supremacists have a name, or is it just human supremacists? Yeah, you know them as Cadricals Keepers.
3: Oh. Okay. Wow. Well, guys. Cody, why didn't you mention this before? <laughs> I, I just remembered. What are you remembering? They, these
2: fuckers, they, they took Alpha back, back in the day. Now, why would su- supremacists want Alpha? What it was? It just like uh, blackmail,
0: or do I know? Um, so you know, uh, that like their whole shtick was like they were anti-cybernetics. They were like, you know, humans shouldn't be messing with magic. We are humans. We shouldn't be messing with, like, all this space shit. We shouldn't be messing with other races. We should have our own, like, home. We lost Earth. We should have a new Earth, and it should belong to us, and we shouldn't have to share it with, like, another people or a species. We shouldn't have to use their technology or their magic. It was very much like, we are humans. We deserve human things.
1: All right. I have a new crackpot theory. I just came to my brain. Ooh, can't wait. So, I don't know, we probably have talked about this one before, but I'm pretty, my new theory is that Alpha's a Vali because Vali can control how they're perceived and they can influence memories. So, him making himself disappear isn't outside of their range of powers, hypothetically. Him and Penny are maybe siblings, uh, and that's why there's two Vali going on, and the Kadricle wanted a Vali to use their power, their one-use power, to make a new plane, because they are powerful enough to probably do that.
3: Okay, Cadrigal. Like I know we keep hearing the name Cadrigal's eyes. Does the name Cadrigal mean anything to anyone at all, or is it just well, this I, order? I
1: think we last last time we sort of got the idea that Cadrigal himself wasn't involved. I believe is sort of what Dane said, or something around the idea that
0: It certainly seems like this is this is like a group who's been like, we're the gods chosen,
3: gotcha.
0: kind of thing. Like they yeah. the likelihood that they even worship Cadrigal is based on sort of like there, there doesn't seem to be any sort of like religious dogma attached to these people
1: yeah so what does what did Cadrical do Cadrical built its own plane for his own people human yeah. supremacists want to build their own world so they're using what Cadrical did so they're trying to find a way to either rewrite this world or create their own demi plane which is not an easy thing to do for uh, like people of that like for that many people unless mm. they're trying to break into Cadrical's demi plane Kill Cadrical and take over the demiplane, which is also a possibility. I
0: will correct you. Cadrical didn't make a demiplane, he just made a impenetrable field around a planet. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, a impenetra- penetrable field. Do we yeah. have that planet's not in this system, obviously? That's no, like, no,
0: no. It's it's very far, far away. reaches.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So maybe they want to they want their own world. So maybe it's not a demi plane, but maybe it's taking a planet. So it's
3: the ideology of it. Yeah. Okay. So
1: I think if these people wanted Alpha, Alpha has would have had to do something to help them reach that goal, which gives me the idea that Alpha is either a super genius or he's more than what he appeared to be as a child. He is a super genius. Look at me. Yeah, but once again, that is... not being ju- like um, our Mister Goo Man. What's his name again? I'm so sorry, Zelfis. Um, Zelfis. Zelfis. Super genius. I I call Zelfis. Hey Zelfis, could you make an impenetrable force field around a planet that's impossible to get through? How much time do I have? I, I don't know. Uh, a year? Probably not. How much time would you need? I guess it depends on how big the planet is.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Average planet sized. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we'd also have to determine and define what impenetrable means. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Maybe.
1: Possible. It's possible that Alpha is smart of itself by a lot, but. I, I don't know
2: if uh, okay. if you were if, you, if we told you about this yet, but we have a, a jar of goop. So if you want, you could smear it on this planet and get information about it, and then maybe Zelfus will know how to put a barrier on this
1: planet. I pull out the goop from Duran's pocket. I'm like, look, Mary, I Don't know. We should w- waste our goop on our on our planet time <laughs> theory workshop.
3: Okay. Um, well, I guess our first steps. Right? Can Catherine get in touch with his brother at all? Good. Good idea. At this point, like, I don't think they arranged our welcome party yet.
2: I assume at this point we've walked back into the ship and we're like in the med bay getting patched up.
0: Yes, yeah. I will say Xelphus is tending to your uh, tending to your wounds. Kathin is currently tinkering with all of your weapons, and Jenny is also sort of like tending to her own wounds because she was in the fight as well. So uh, on the plus side, you get to choose Jenny's ability because she's no longer stubborn. Uh, so
3: hey, I'm just gonna take rocker inspiration. Done okay it's my favorite
0: it is i don't think i've ever gotten thick skin though
2: and like healing healing be good it comes in clutch for my stealth checks you know
1: oh yeah i'm taking i'm taking thick skin
2: is thick skin a move action or a standard action or what
0: uh, it's a standard action
2: you want know what fuck it i'm gonna go rocker inspiration as well Okay, no yeah. no
0: uh, Merrick. what take, are you taking thick skin For those who don't remember, uh, Rocker Inspiration is uh, you gain a plus five on any roll before you roll or a plus Mm -hmm. two retroactively after you roll. And Thick Skin allows you to heal uh, 3d6 plus your level in stamina points. And uh, do you want to roll for Kathan? Uh, and yes, yeah, you'll have to roll for Kathy. You'll have to tell me if you want him to tune up your melee weapon or your ranged weapon. Merrick, I will say that he is capable of tinkering with your Solarian crystal to add these abilities as well. Nice. Yeah, definitely ranged. 100%. Okay, so we'll roll me a d4. We'll do. We'll do. I got a three. Uh Okay. You got uh, teleportive, hmm? so your bullets can now uh, teleport a short distance after being fired. Uh, you only take a minus one penalty on a- attacking outside the range of your weapon.
3: Okay. That's okay. Fun. That is fun. Cool. Uh, Cody. I think
0: I'm going to go. You got to I'm going to go a melee. Fuck it. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're picking
2: up a target. I uh, one.
0: A uh, you get boost. Crap. Um, so you can charge up a weapon with a special with a special property as a move action. When you do, oh, you fine. increase the weapons damage by the listed amount, which is 1d8. It expends any charges if you're using it. So you you will need to put a battery in this bad boy uh, for it to work. It's already got a battery in it. Ah, perfect. Then, yes, you can, as a move action, increase your damage by 1d8. Amazing. Um, Merrick, what are you getting? I, I guess you're doing melee. Yep. And I yep. got three. <laughs> Damn, that's the good one. That's reach. Mm-hmm. Ooh. your blade is now an extra five feet long and it gives you a 10 foot reach with this weapon
3: what does that look like what does that look like him tweaking his fucking solarium crystal
1: back to merrick merrick forms his blade around the crystal and he goes Ugh! and it just gets five feet longer
0: <laughs> yeah i assume it looks more like a almost like one of those like anime katanas now instead of yeah like, your like normal he's gonna
1: use two hands a little bit more to sort of yeah. get the in my head, I saw it as, like, when you
2: slash, it does, like, the Zelda, like, pew. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: I like that one, too. Marik, a spin attack! Uh-huh. Great. Okay, so those are your abilities for
2: the day. Oh, wait, when we do a rest, doesn't Zelfus also give us health? Yes. HP equal to 1d6 plus their level. Fuck yes. I need that so badly. So do I. Not the best, but I'll take it. We're level 10, right? <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: That's what they tell me.
0: Yeah, so if anyone's down health, roll 1d6 plus 10. Still, i am still got some damage, but I'm fine. My
1: stamina's back, so. Catherine, did you, were you able to reach your brother? I missed out the answer to that question.
0: Well, I never was in contact with my brother. I was in contact with someone I knew on the Sunonan forces. Uh, and something tells me if he was here to meet us, he's not alive anymore. Shit. Okay.
1: So, um, I would assume the palace is probably the tightest defensive point
0: in this city. At this point in time, I would say that getting into the city at all will be difficult. Well, yeah, we have, we don't know the extent of Carcesian's
1: Carcesian, 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 um, Sarkeesian? Sarkeesian,
0: of the Sarkeesian actually, takeover.
2: I feel like I've been saying it like Keesian. I feel like Dane says Keesian. Sarkeesian? I say
0: Sarkeesian. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry.
1: That's just the Irish in me. We don't we don't know the extent of the Sarkeesian invasion, so we don't know if they have full control over the town or or if the Synodans have defensive points either way we're going to have to try to get in
3: like we can at least start by uh getting getting a view of the city see what kind of defenses we have we can at least figure out where to go from there
1: okay i'm gonna, i'm just going to say uh zelfis shortjack jenny you guys stay and protect the ship kathan you're with us obviously we need to have some uh, some lay of the
0: land you hear a a beep and then an alarm on the ship begins going off uh. and shortjack says um guys and he presses a button on the screen to show sort of like the exterior cameras, and you can see a large number of Sarkeesian mercenaries and bloodletters coming out of the the quite literal woodworks of the forest. There looks like there's about... Like, 20 or 30 of them. And they're all sort of, like, coming out from the edges of this, like, rounded clearing in the forest. And they're moving in, weapons drawn at, towards the ship, slowly and carefully.
3: Sure, Jack. How's that camouflage coming?
0: Well, they know we're here now. I think
1: I think we're going to have to take off and find another place to land.
0: Uh, Catherine says, that would be a great idea. But the likelihood of, like, we have a permit to land here. If we start flying around anywhere else, we're going to get shot out of the sky immediately. All right, take we're going to have to give up the ship. Can we hail like someone? See if there's
2: any Xenonans nearby that can help? Maybe a distress beacon or something? Are we
0: holding to the rule that we can't use ship weapons on yes. people? Um it sucks and it makes no sense, but yeah. Yeah. Um actually, you know what? In this scenario, I you're welcome to like try. Weird... That just means it's not gonna
1: work the way we it's, want yeah, it. To. It's a weird, weird verbiage. Yeah, we could we could try true. to shoot them, but like is this 30 becoming like 40, becoming 50, becoming 60 kind you of thing. You can like... see
0: that the, the forces are there's a there's like about 30 of them moving in on you. And then you can also probably guess that there are a uh, like a, a backup line in the trees as well with like snipers and stuff based on the force that you fought. The only weapon that would be really useful right now would be the turret. And even then, like, the angle in which you're, like, starship combat isn't meant to be, like, right in front of you, so, like, you'd you'd have to, like, get on it now, and you'd probably, like, all they'd have to do, really, is move in closer, and yeah. you wouldn't have It's an also angle.
1: It's also a specifically a shield buster, so. Alright. Okay. Okay. We have we two run. options we have to make this decision quick. We have, we I think we have to run. I think we have okay. to, I think we have to abandon ship.
3: Or we run with the ship.
1: But then we have to leave the planet. And we might get shot out of the sky. I don't think we can break through this line if they've
2: surrounded
0: us and they have snipers.
1: I don't. Well, they know haven't surrounded they're... us yet. They're, they're coming from the forest, so I believe it's set up that we
0: could leave the other way towards the city. Correct, Ed? So they they are. So you're in sort of like a circular like outpost. Yeah, they're yeah. coming from all angles. Oh, they're coming from all angles. All right, we don't
1: have the we don't have. Oh, okay, we're gonna we don't have to break out. We
3: don't have to break atmosphere here. We can just take the ship to another place. Well, we could still be shot out of the sky.
0: Yeah, Catherine has warned you that. You have permission to land at this spot. You flying around anywhere else in the middle of a open conflict is going to get you shot out of the fucking sky. Yeah, of course it is. We could funnel them up the, the on-ramp and, you know. Give me a perception check. I want to ask Catherine just to,
2: like, get on radios and, like, hail, try to hail his friend.
0: Sure. Yeah, he he runs over to the uh, the comms station and begins just sort of like, you can see him, like, tinkering around and trying to get a signal from someone. I have a 20 perception. American, 26. Yeah. During
3: 20 perceptions. Not good.
0: Well, it's enough to, for all of you to see that on all sides, like in the cardinal directions, there are two very large blood letters, uh, carrying what looks like some sort of cannon. And then they place it down on these like really shitty sort of like tripod legs. Uh, they press a button and you see a, what looks like a drill bit spiral out to the front. And you notice it looks a lot like, the ship design that they have that like latches on and begins drilling holes in ships.
1: Um, what valuables, what, what things can't we have taken? Let's go into lockdown. Uh, short jack, disable systems, make it so that only we can open it. Um, shut down everything superior. I hide my plant in the greatest hiding spot on the ship. I don't know what that (laughs) is yet, but no one's getting this goddamn plant for me. Um, (laughs) there's a compartment under the gunner seat in the turret. Merrick probably already has like a secret, perfectly like spritz spritzes water at a perfect time <laughs> like perfect amount of light like it's like built into the walls like only he knows the code or even knows where it is okay anything everything vital Merrick has the goop close to his chest
0: uh, in his armor Shit. Um,
3: is there anywhere we can hide that goop
0: Zelfus looks at himself and it's like um, not talking about have it. you get gooped. So it's we not can you put goop, it, other goop.
1: We can put it right in Zelfus.
3: But that goes against our gooping policy.
1: How how see-through is Zelfus? Once again, I don't know what good this goop has for us from this point forward. So True. I don't know how vital it is. So I'm just going to keep it where I've always kept it.
0: You hear from outside a large boom. And then you feel the ship rock a little bit. And then you hear... <laughs> as uh, they've launched one of those drills, and it's currently drilling through the starboard side. Uh,
1: have, they, have they made any attempt to hail? Any attempt, any <laughs> asks for, for our surrender? Nope. Okay. All right, I'm going into the
3: hallway. Everyone,
1: defensive maneuvers go until yeah, we die, I guess.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're under siege at this point.
1: Yeah, Cody just, like, cracks his neck. Beric lights himself on fire and
0: walks to the first hallway on the ship. Do you want to lower the landing deck? Like access to the ship. Yeah, may as well.
3: Oh man, I, I can see the scene. We're going, not... out, we're
0: going out on our own terms. Merrick looks at everybody. You hear another <laughs> as the port side now begins getting drilled. I love each
1: and every one of you. I'm sorry that I brought us to this point. This could be where it ends. You've all grown and proved yourselves time and time again. So if we're going to go out, we're going to go out on our own terms. Take as many with you as you can. You got it, Captain.
0: Shortjack stands beside you and forms his Solarian weapon. I just, everybody, I
2: love you all so much. And in the words of our Captain, let's all remember our brand new ship motto. Do whatever the fuck you want. And I press the button.
0: Jenny stands behind you quietly palm muting, just revving up her guitar. You can hear the fucking, uh, electricity being into crackle in her hands and around her. Zelfis like, merges his hands into one big, like, Wrecking Ball-style fist. Uh, nice. looks at his gun, spins the revolver chamber, uh, locks it in and, once again, pushes it down and gives it another spin once it's locked in. You can hear the electricity of his gun spinning up as well. And... Then you see the front line of this group charge the Persistence. And as the first wave hits the the landing ramp, a silver line slices through them. And they stop, and their bodies slide off from their legs, completely bisected. And then you hear screaming. And then you hear, Oh, shit! The Sidonans are here! As you see flashes of silver light shooting through these people. They begin trying to run, but as they run, you see Sinonans in silver armor coming out through the forest behind them with large spears that are shooting lasers out the tip of them. And anyone who gets close and through these sort of initial laser blasts gets immediately skewered and thrown to the side in front of them, taking on the majority of the forces. Is a large man, his skin almost stark white, in glistening silver armor with a large insignia in the center of his chest. He has a broad sword that is almost the size of him. And he is cleaving through bloodletters and sarcassians with ease. And within a few short bloody seconds, the Sononin force in front of you has carved through at least. Sixty mercenaries.
2: I pop my hammer down on the ground and I'm like,
0: well, do we
1: help? I let's just see what happens. Yeah. If you yeah. notice, Merrick had the goop in his hands for a second, and he just tries to slyly put it back in his <laughs> <laughs> back in his armor.
0: Outside, you see they are now taking a very similar position. There's about twenty of them, and. There's a front line who are sort of buckled down on the knees with a really low stance. Their spears tucked under one arm and the tip pointing directly at the ship. And then there are another line behind them with their spears uh, crossed across their chest, ready and alert. And then that large man walks through the lines. One of his horns has been shattered almost directly off of the forehead so it is just a small lump but his other one curves up and almost all the way around to the back of his head and you've seen him before it's Catherine's brother as he flicks the blood off his sword he holsters it once again through into his, the sheath on the side of his hip and looks at you all and says get out of the ship now Hello, Space am Dane here to do the things I've had a hell of a time setting my audio equipment up for this break. I don't know why it was so difficult, but Lord help me, it was. So this one might actually be quick. First and foremost, I hope you're enjoying the episode. Second, this week has been sponsored by ZenCaster. I talked about it before, but Zencastr is the whole reason that you're hearing this show. Uh, we have dudes all over our lovely country. We have Ryan is across on the other end, the East Coast. Terry lives in another city. Nile and I are the only two people who live in the same city. It would be very difficult to do the show if it wasn't for something like... Zencaster. It is a all-in-one podcasting studio where we can all just jump on. We record the show. We don't have to worry about backups or losing any progress because even with a slow connection, you've got crystal clear audio quality and backups that are saved on site. Zencaster makes it incredibly easy for us to get together, record the show. It is stress-free. It's worry-free. It makes the whole experience very easy. In fact, I'm recording this break in my studio, which is a closet, as you know. And then I'm going to literally walk into my living room where I edit the show and download the files all from there. I don't need to do any transferring. It's all right there. You can access them on any computer as long as you just log into your account. Using Zencaster is now super easy to record a podcast. Log in using any browser, start recording a high quality podcast episode right away. Record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencasters multi-layered backups ensure that you always have your recording in the highest quality, even if your connection is unstable. If you've ever thought of starting your own podcast and then realized that you need, a bunch of tools and services and platforms. Well, those days are over. Zencaster is an all-in-one podcasting platform. You can create your podcast all in one place and then distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing and use our code NOQUEST and you'll get 30% off the first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Once again, that is zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code NOQUEST and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experience that we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. A few housekeeping things. We will be at PAX Unplugged this week in Philadelphia. We'll be performing with Paizo at the uh, TTRPG Live Play Theater on uh, Friday, December 1st. Uh, That will be at 3.30 p.m. It's a free show. You're welcome to come in. Please come in and support us. It's going to be Niall and I, but uh, Terry will also be at the con. So if you want to uh, say hello or see us wandering around, or if we organize something on the discord, uh, we would love to see you. We, we love meeting y'all. Everyone we've met has been so kick ass. uh, So we'd love to see you. Um, Once again, that is on Friday, December 1st. Anyone who will be attending the con that day can attend the show for free. Uh, Seating is limited. So it is first come first serve. Uh, So if you want to check it out, maybe head in like maybe, I don't like 15, 20 minutes early. I'm not really sure how it all works, but once again, at the TTRPG Live Play Theater, December 1st at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. If you can't make it to the con and you're not going to be in Philadelphia, that's okay. Because Paizo and PAX will be streaming it uh, for free on their official Twitch channel. So I believe it is twitch.tv slash officialpaizo and twitch.tv slash PAX. All of this information is on our social media at NoQuestCast. It'll also be posted in the Discord. Um, If you want to join the Discord, which I highly recommend that you do because it is filled with a bunch of lovely people and uh, it is a great time and a great way to stay up to date in everything that we do, just head on over to NoQuestCast.com and then click the Discord link. You'll be brought in with an invite. Other than that, if you'd like to support the show, and we would love you if you did, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash NoQuestCast. uh, And right now, until the end of the month, you still have a little bit of time to do this, any new or existing patrons will be added into a pool, essentially a draw to win either a $100 gift card or a $150 gift card to Misty Mountain Gaming. They just had some crazy sales for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I think they're going to have uh, crazy sales going on for the holidays as well. And not only will you get a gift card, to splurge on the the gamer in your life or yourself you'll also be able to use our code noquest10 to save you 10% on top of all of the deals that are actually going on as well so this is a great way to get a bunch of stuff at a discounted price and with a wonderful gift card and all you got to do is support the show so once again until the end of the month patreon.com/noquestcast and you will be entered into a draw to win some tickets this is only on paid tiers though you're welcome to follow us on the free one uh, but the the people who are going to be entered into the draw will be on any of the paid tiers now that's going to do it for me friends we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode are you looking to fall in love meet vault hunters near you with friend info adventure co a deadly sniper that'll Nat 20 your heart. I'm Topwin Brittstone, and I came here to do two things. Get wasted and start a fight. And I'm almost out of booze. An ex-lawyer mech pilot that won't raise any objections. Subpoena? I hardly know her, am I right? Mercurius here. These days, I enjoy long walks on the beach with my combat mech, Pancake. Let loose and go crazy with a psycho. I'm a student of the magical arts. I don't
2: believe in wind. Answer, take taking over the government. Vote for good boys vote for,
0: uh, wait, what was this for again? A siren infuser that will set your heart aflutter.
2: I'm Faleon, this is my hummingbird pigeon, and we're both really uncomfortable with this ad.
0: Get rowdy with Friend Info Adventure Co., a Borderlands Bunkers and Badasses actual play podcast. New episodes out every other Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Gathen's brother stares unflinchingly at you, waiting for you
1: to exit the ship. I could maybe take him, you know, maybe, on a good day, one-on-one, you think? I think there's a chance.
3: Give you a pat on the back, like, yeah, I can see it.
1: No, he'd kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cody. His sword's like as big as you. Your sword's
2: like Mine's a little- a little you- bigger now. <laughs> Slightly. It's not uh, thick, though. It's not thick. There's no girth to my blade. Yours is like a toothpick. His is like a big knife.
1: Catherine, you described your brother perfectly.
2: What's his brother's name? I don't think we've been told. No, we haven't. Garthan. Garthan. <laughs> I assume he's just standing there while we're having this insane
3: conversation. Well, we're we're coming off the ship. Oh yeah, weapons <laughs> away, just
2: as peaceful as possible. Thanks for saving us. That was really nice and cool.
0: Shut up.
1: Okay. Yeah, Cody, Cody. We don't. We're hostile take over. No, no, no. Snide remarks. Eric. He said, shut up.
0: I was, okay.
1: You're right, Cody. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he stands at the front of his troops and scans you guys and looks through the motley crew that you have assembled and then locks eyes with Kathan. He spits and says, you dare show your face here again? At least you've given up on that pathetic glamour. And Catherine, uh just looks at him and says trust me I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to be but you have some of my friends friends and we would like to get them back Cody's just nodding and Catherine's brother takes a step forward and says great I'd love to put you where they are
1: god prison again that is expected Merrick just puts his hands up he just watched this these guys like cut through 30 people at once it's
0: all right he looks at you for a second confused and he says what are you doing aren't you gonna put us in, in prison with our friends cody sighs and he holds out his hands
1: he gets on his knees <laughs> we're all we're also used to this We're all already on our knees hands out ready to go <laughs> he says
0: why would they be in prison
1: oh well to be fair sir ah, uh, sir um, you sound very commanding, so when you said where they are, we just assumed something negative. You have such a presence. Very impressive.
2: Your sword is a lot thicker than his. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cathan you can see, is just like, this is like his nightmare. None of this looks cool. His is quite long, though. It 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 just grew today. I'm pretty sure I told you to shut up. All of you Sorry. up on your feet oh. with us.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. Can we forget that part that just happened? No? Okay.
0: As soon as you guys stand up and begin walking toward him, uh, his troops sort of make a complete like perimeter around you. Uh, so you guys are in the middle with him as uh, you guys move in one solid group.
3: Have they taken our weapons? Nope. Oh, this is weird. This is so weird. <laughs> and they did they say they're not arresting us? Yeah, more or less, I
1: guess. He just said he's going to take us to where they are. Once again, he sounded so commanding. I can't be blamed for assuming we were being arrested or something. No, we, like,
3: we all did. We all assumed it. Now that's it's
2: pretty clear we're not getting arrested, Cody is trying to walk in a way that shows we're not being like very carefree and happy because he doesn't want it to be used as propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, thumbs
1: up. Why is walking? Cody carrying out propaganda? <laughs> uh, oh,
2: we saw the last time with the thing that they weren't handcuffed, but it was unclear. So it was
1: just like, Cody, no one's going to come save us, Rent. I think we're at, we're at the end of the chain of people who would
0: care enough to come get us. I'm confused about a lot of things, but I'm glad we're not getting arrested. You see that Catherine is like split off from the group and is walking away from, from everyone. That makes sense. Interesting. Fair. I get it. Touché. What would you guys like to do as you guys are being led through the forest? You know what? Solid perception check just to see like what's
3: see if there's anything unusual going on with them, you know? Sure. I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for something, right? 27.
0: As you're making your way through the forest, you can see like you keep finding Sarkezian and bloodletter bodies like everywhere. And all pretty much like you can see that they have either like spear wounds or they've been sliced by those lasers that they've been using. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like they've been just in the woods out here, like killing mercs as much as they can and probably saw you guys land and came to investigate. Interesting.
1: We okay. killed a big bird, just so you guys know. I Merch mean, just like talk saying things like sort of to anyone who's nearby, like not like directly at them. He's like, yeah, we killed a big bird. We're pretty cool. <laughs>
0: His brother actually turns around and says, A fine feat. It was a menace for a while now. I so don't get your vibe.
1: I'm Once again, very attractive, number one. Number two.
3: <laughs> Merrick's type. <We've>, yeah, <laughs> Merrick yeah, has yeah, a danger, type. <laughs> dangerous men with silver
1: lasers, apparently, is my thing. Terrifying men that don't want Cody to speak. I think I love it. Dane said silver, and obviously Merrick thought, as in, was here, right? And... No, and then, so he looked up, and then he saw another big, handsome man.
2: So <laughs> yeah, I think that is kind of Cody's, what Cody's going to do while we're walking, is ex- try to have an, an examine of those weapons, because seeing silver, trauma. <laughs> yeah, sure, give me an engineering check. Wish I had it. Actually, wait, do I?
1: I don't. Hey, Duran,
2: what's with yeah, those lasers?
3: lasers? Lay, let me take a closer look at him. As uh he like looks at it, like, 30
0: engineering uh- <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, you know that this is sort of like <laughs> I just got too into it. Sorry.
3: One second. I'll ex- I'll explain a moment. I'll explain a moment.
0: You know, we we talked about their sort of like military superiority. Uh, this is like the height of their technology. Like you can just like they are a a wars people. They are ready to fight, and their their weapons are insane. You can see that there is where they're gripping is very specific. It seems to be like there is a a, a place that is it works because of the where they're holding it. Um, but you can't really tell Mm -hmm, much mm -hmm. about it. Um, Actually, you know what? 30 is enough. You can tell those things are biometrically locked and won't work with anyone other than a Sononan. That's Uh, good to know.
1: I was waiting for the thing that Dane came up with that you got, you assholes can't have the crazy laser.
3: Catherine can. We're going to get Kathin a crazy laser.
0: Yeah, we are. Yeah. So it's like they've, they've made all this incredible technology. Last thing they want is, Oh, you killed one of us and now you have a crazy laser. Uh, So they've locked it biometrically. It's almost like you can probably assume that it's per person. Like these things are sort of like biometrically locked to the person that owns it on top of requiring Sononan DNA in order to use. So we get some hands and we get the hands to hold the laser.
1: (laughs) Then we cut off the hands.
3: (laughs) Sarkeesian's been an issue for a while for you
0: as we, I guess, pass the bodies. Hardly an issue, but they're like bugs, an infestation. You kill one, you find another pack. I don't know where they're coming from or who's funding them, but it's just a sign that the Ministry of Defense and the Federation are cowards. This war of theirs only proves that they have no right holding dominion over us. I agree with that. Down with control.
1: Live your own life. But I would like to let you know, gentlemen, whose name I think we still haven't gotten.
0: He turns around and says, I suppose introductions are in order. As he stops, like, without a word, all of his troop stops and turns inwards to face you. And he says, my name is Jahara, Jahara Wasi, captain of the Imperial Guard.
1: So there's a third party trying to interfere in this war. Um, are you familiar with groups associated
0: with a god named Kadrigal? Kadrigal's eyes. Uh, he reaches into like a, a bag on his hip and he pulls out like a chain of those white discs that he has like linked together nice that's pretty fucking cool and like fulton puts it back in
3: i feel like we're gonna be fighting merrick's horny brain for most of this <laughs> we've got one disc we have
1: one um and the big yeah. bird uh uh yeah so anyway oh god uh <laughs> Duran, save me darn save me here Dern, save me here. uh merrick why can't you
2: speak well is it because of the hug that you got from the bird yes yeah explicitly i'm gonna do a medicine <laughs> you guys check know about when... the goop I'm going to do, do a guys, medicine check on there. Do you guys
1: know-
3: <laughs> I don't know what to do
0: about this. <laughs> uh,
2: Dane, uh, for a 25 medicine check, do I know if Merrick is still suffering from the
0: synapse thing? Uh, 25? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. You He uh, he already admitted that he wasn't under the effects of it anymore.
2: Yeah, I go over. I'm like, but wait, it, it
1: hasn't come back. Something else must be affecting you. Um, are you familiar about... The situation with the silver liquid.
0: Uh, He looks at you, turns around and says, we continue to move. And keeps I walking. i
1: that as a yes. All right. Merrick,
2: you're acting like Duran does when thimbles around.
1: Oh, my brain is just fried from the laser, from the zippies from the zap. I just,
2: zap. I just examined you and I know what my newfound knowledge that you're not. Do you know Jahara?
0: Did you used to date? Jahara looks over and says, the Munin's bite wouldn't last this long. Perhaps you hit your head somewhere else. That's probably correct. Yep. I think he's just nervous for some reason, Jahara.
1: <laughs> it's been a war. It's a big war. Cody, why don't you check on uh, Short Jack? Make sure he's okay. <laughs> no,
3: no, don't worry. Short Jack's fine. You keep doing what you're doing, Cody. <laughs> uh, I just, just kind Mern- of watching this unfold in the background, just seeing what happens. Merrick, like, stares daggers at Derrick. <laughs> I'm sensing Merrick
2: to see if I understand what he's trying to hint at, and I got a two. I think I'm just going to give,
3: <laughs> I'm just going to give Merrick a wink.
1: Merrick's going to just take a couple feet back and go see
3: what <laughs> Catherine's doing. <laughs> Turret, does he know Jahara? Um, Give it time.
0: You know, let them work it out. All right. I'm so confused. I feel like we're in. Yeah, I know.
3: I'll explain it to
0: you in the ship on, on the way out. Okay. Um, Catherine is walking in silence and is just like staring at the back of his brother's head.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to be next to him. I understand what he, I I more than anyone else, I think have an idea of what he's going through, at least a little bit. And I'm just going to make a one-off comment being like, I thought you got, I thought you said it was better than me and Zane.
0: It's better in the sense that he doesn't want to immediately kill us. But uh, in terms of bad blood, yeah, it's, it's bad.
1: Yeah. Once again, I I get not wanting to come home. I'm sorry. We had to make you do this. I, just, if we had to go back to my home planet, it would have taken a lot. For
0: me to do that, yeah, thanks um it you guys walk for about maybe like an hour through uh this this forest uh, they seem to be taking a very specific route they seem to like hit a certain tree that has no distinguishing markers or anything, but the second they hit it, they all like immediately turn and like move through the forest with a a very specific way until they get to a sort of like completely inconspicuous area of the forest and Jorhara walks over to where the ground is, uh, puts his hand down for a second, finds a latch under the dirt, and pulls open a hatch that leads down into the ground. Hmm. Really cool. Get in. It is very cool. I get in. Yep, we follow. Yep. So like probably about like ten of his troops go in first, then you go in and then he lets the other ones go in and then he follows in from behind. It's, yeah, you can tell
1: this is a militaristic place. The fact they have secret entrances and exits that only they know how to use. Back oh, yeah. in my world, we had sand tunnels as well that my mother's worms would dig out that only she knew about. So during emergencies, giant sandstorms, stuff like that, we had secret
0: passages. Um, and you can tell these are completely utilitarian tunnels. Uh, there are uh, they're well lit and well kept, maintained uh, impeccably. Uh, there is every now and then you hear like a soft drip and one of the guards or, or, you know, soldiers will stop and use their silver laser to almost like cauterize where there's a leak and stops it. And this all happens sort of like muscle memory. There's no conversation about it. There's no anything. It's just sort of like first person to see it and then keeps going. This is all very, very impressive. Yeah. The tunnels are, it looks like they're, they're swept. Like there's no debris from the forest. There's no debris from dirt. It's insane how clean these under forest service tunnels are. And then you get to a set of double doors and, uh, Johara makes his way to the front and puts his hand on it and the doors slide open. And it's, not, like, one door. You see, like, a blast door slides open, and then you see a, like, reinforced steel door slides open, and then, like, another blast door slides open. Jahara, this is so
1: impressive. I want to pull, like, Durin and Cody aside real quick, just for spe- some more speculative Merrick talk. So they've had a crazy advance in technology, obviously. There must be a vilay at the root of this, right? I feel like anytime there's been big... Why? Advancements across the system.
3: Yeah, they're just good at this. Why does why does Avalai have to be involved? This well, this I'm looking the... for connections wherever I can find them. If they're able to to
2: gain to a point where they can hold off the rest of the empire, maybe this is their version of of the spikes, or this is their version of the engines. This is the thing that their civilization needed to to not die. Now, it doesn't seem very Velai to be like here's weapons. But yeah, it does that's seem true. very valid to be like, "Here's things that you previously didn't have."
3: Part of me, I think, I just want to give the credit to the people here.
1: Give me culture or engineering checks. Okay, I'll do it engineering. I'll do it Ooh. culture. So twenty two culture. Oh my god, Cody, how you get so much better culture
2: than me? I've been reading a lot of novels on the ship, mostly graphic novels. I've not been
0: reading. Yeah, that's just like a twelve for Eric. Uh, Durham, what'd you get for engineering?
3: Thirty one engineering.
0: Yeah, you can tell that. Durin especially, there doesn't seem to be any, like, inter- this just seems to be well-made stuff. Like, you've seen the stuff that the Vlai have made, and there is sort of a similar aesthetic. There seems to be, like, when, now that you can, like, look and be like, oh, yeah, like, I see it. I understand this. Um, Now that you know that's kind of, like, what they did, nothing here stands out as Vlai influence.
1: Yeah, like, there's there's, like, evidence of progress, not, like, a gap. There isn't, like...
0: Overnight yeah, they learned. Yeah. For as long as like recorded history has been, the Sonans have always been advanced in military technology and sort of like military tactics and stuff. Like that was their whole thing. So like when like that again, that was their role in the Unity War was like them rolling in and being like, Hey, we're here to help, and you're dead without us. Uh and that was you know, that was just them. That was who they are.
3: No, it's just they're this good. is what they focus on. This is what they're good at. And it's absolutely wondrous.
1: Yeah, I think I understand more why Astrid wanted to come here so bad. If this thing with Penny gets out of hand and we need to use force, you need the Sanonans. Like, maybe that's why the Goopers are trying to make Sanonans be the enemy, because if, they, if they're able to take them out of this fight, out of this war, whatever's about to happen, this reckoning, Yeah, then maybe they'll have a better chance to succeed I wish she
3: told us that first before she did this, but I. Yeah. Weren't we pretty busy and not out of radio communication when all that went down? I don't quite remember. A lot happened in a. Leave a message in our inbox. It's been a really weird week. Did anyone check our answering machine? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a
0: beeping light somewhere. I know it's. Yeah, we come back to the ship. There's like seven unread messages. My
1: plant is somehow listening to the voicemails and like is our secretary. He just doesn't know how to tell me that we got one. He's just like oh.
2: Isn't there a, isn't there a stowaway on the ship? Maybe they've been answering the
0: the thing. It's true. You uh, are being led into sort of what looks like the bottom of a like guard post, probably like a guard tower of some sort. There are bunk beds. It's a huge sort of a rectangular room. Once again, very utilitarian. There's nothing you would like. like there's no luxury here. There's no leisure here. Um, the ceiling have these like wall panels that have you can tell they are sort of like those sunlight panels uh, because you're deep underground at the moment. Uh, and then there is uh small sort of like picture frames that have the images of the outdoors so it feels like you are looking out the window but you're not and then there's just these like metal bunks all along the wall there's about uh, probably enough to sleep maybe like 60 people and a small sort of mess hall in the back end of the room and uh johara stops and everyone just kind of falls into ease and they all kind of go to their bunks and begin sort of uh, taking care of themselves uh taking you know wrapping wounds anything that they may have uh gotten during any of the skirmishes they were in and some of them begin taking off their armor and johara goes to a table and sits down for a second and pulls out his sword and lays it on the table as he begins cleaning it he says we rest here a moment i will contact the palace and when we get clearance that it is okay for us to approach, I will take you to your friends.
1: Thank you. Yeah, the synodians are what my people wish to be. This is very impressive.
0: Yeah,
3: I think this is what I thought my people were, and it just, it's like a step ahead, and I'm just like enthralled by it. It's...
0: I i don't have people. He looks at Kathan and says, you see, brother, people wish to be us. And you ran.
1: Oh, I ran away from home too. I completely get Kathan's side. No offense. Really impressive <laughs> what you've done here but it's not for everybody. And I think the system works better where the people who want to support the system are here supporting the system. Those who don't want to support the system uh, as our new ship motto, do whatever the fuck you want.
3: You okay there, Merrick?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: mm -hmm.
0: Okay, Great.
2: Good. Thank you. It's the bird bite. And I wink at (laughs) Duran.
0: Johara stands up and says, doing whatever the fuck you want gets people killed. It brings them into landing zones filled with enemy combatants, it brings you into a war zone that you don't understand. It brings you into situations where you are chasing friends who don't want to be found. That's what doing whatever you want gets you. And he picks up his sword, sheaths it, and opens up a data pen and says, we move again, and begins walking. That's who Zane wishes he was. Wished he was. I guess he's dead now. He walks in, in silence. Unless you guys want to talk to him or anything. You guys go through another, le- like winding twisting path of service tunnels and eventually you get to uh, another security door where this time he places his hand on his side and nothing happens for about you know 10 or 15 seconds and then a green light above the door opens and once again you see like those multiple layers of protection slide open and this time the the aesthetic changes drastically from the tunnel into the first time you've seen any sort of opulence on Sinonis Prime. Uh, You see this beautiful mosaic floor uh, that is like polished to a a sheen. You see the walls are these uh, sort of like rippled marble. There are columns, paintings, statues, uh, all sorts of art in this room. And then you can see that there is a staircase lined with a, uh, a dark blue velvet rug that runs upstairs uh, in this room. There are incredibly heavily armed and armored uh, men and women, all Sononans, obviously, and there are two standing at the doorway. Uh, there are two standing at the staircase, and then there are two off to the side. And Johara says, they're here to see the Offworlders." and the two at the door nod And they begin escorting you while Jahara closes the door and the door slams shut and he disappears back into the service tunnels. And yeah, so they begin leading you up through this like gorgeous palace. This like quite literally, when you think of opulence, there's like gold leaf on everything. The wood is all sort of like beautifully carved. Uh, Everything looks like the height of wealth and talent and finally you get brought into a room and the guard points and says sit down
2: okay yep. yeah yeah i'll
0: sit all right and you and your party are uh put down into the this like small room off to the side uh there is a several large banquets of seating and then a table in the far corner that seems to be covered in books and writing uh, and, like, notes and scribbles and stuff uh, with things pinned to the wall. And then uh, you see a small digital whiteboard uh, over pushed against that same sort of corner with things written all over it. And there are these huge double doors that open up, like, with a huge, like, swing And you see Astrid walking in, storming in, and she looks at you all and she says, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? That's none of your business. Hmm. We're here for you.
1: All right, Astrid, don't be shocked that we see you being like like, propaganded to look like you've been taken. You don't expect us to come try to save you. You've done so much for us. You don't expect us to return the favor. What are you talking about? With no message, by the way. Oh, this whole thing has been a war of propaganda. They put out footage. We were sent footage of you being walked like you were prisoners. Show me. Also, you never told us where you were going. I don't have to. Uh, I guess sense motive her, (laughs) because this
2: doesn't seem like her. Nah, that's a two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's so angry. Yeah,
3: I don't know why you're here, Astrid, but putting Thimble in danger, too. I'm not a fan of. Uh, 23, sense motive.
0: You can tell that she's annoyed that you are here. Like she's, she's being genuine about that, but there is like, uh, that's not the reason she's like, there's another layer going on here. There's something, there's something personal that's happening that, that is adding to the aggravation on her behalf.
1: Well, once again, all I can tell you is that this is being construed and propagandized. propagandized. I don't know the actual show me,
0: show me the footage that you saw.
1: Here's all the footage. Here's the, because an attack. Here's you being walked away.
0: Uh, she opens up it on like a data pad and she looks at it and she sees specifically the the thing of her getting walked with thimble and she fucking hucks the data pad against the wall and it shatters.
1: Oh, well, that was, that was... mine.
2: We're running out of those at a really fast rate. Astrid, i never said you had to, but we're all in this together. You're pretty much the only person we had to talk to. And we have a pretty small crew of people we could trust and you just left with no word. I
1: i am sure you can understand why we would be worried. Also this whole gooping thing. Yeah. Do you know, doing something out of character to us could indicate that you were in distress.
0: This doesn't involve you. Seems like it does. You're
1: like the eighth person to say that to us in the last couple weeks. And it's like, we're really sorry that maybe we don't, but eventually we will. I think that's, I think I found my going. father. Whoa. That's good. Why are you so
0: angry then? Is that what they're looking for? Because I haven't found him. This is the closest I've been. And with all due respect, you guys have enough on your plate. This doesn't involve you. And I know what you're going to say, Cody. You're here to help. You want to help me. We're friends. That's great. But that's not what matters. This isn't the time for you guys to be running errands for me. I've been working on this my entire life. You guys have much bigger problems, and you being here puts you at risk, puts us at risk, and pretty much puts the whole universe at risk. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, you could have messaged us then, and honestly, I'm kind of annoyed at you. (laughs) You're being really rude. I just, please tell me that you didn't say anything to Decker.
3: Oh, we definitely said something to Decker, yeah, 100%. More so we're here to rescue you, I suppose? Yeah, that's all we said. Besides, it's not like he doesn't know you're here. Yeah, he definitely knew you were here. Yeah,
1: it was it was showed everywhere. So, yeah. so he knew you were here. All we said was we were coming to get you.
0: Yeah, that's that's it. She walks over and sits down and she just says, we're so fucked. I think you should explain things. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, where's Thimble? Working. She's fine. She's safe. And I didn't bring her here. She came with me. She is a completely independent person who's capable of making her own choices and I wasn't going to tell her no. She wanted to come. She wanted to help. That's, that's it. So I understand your concern, Dern. I get it. But there's no difference than you bringing Short Jack along. And Short Jack just looked over and he goes, huh? Astrid, we were going to end up here next either way. We were sort of out of, after
1: dealing with Nee. we were sort of out of options anyway. And this is where the conflict is. And we were probably going to end up here to deal with that either way. Do we tell you about Penny? You don't even know about Penny. Who's Penny. The v- evil Vali. We met her again. She's active. She's acting independently. And if your father's missing, there's a high chance that she's involved in this.
0: She was like ready to explode and like so fucking tense. And then when you say that, she almost deflates uh, and she slumps forward onto her like knee, resting her elbows on her knees, and she says, "I'm sorry. You are all right. You are correct. I am. I haven't slept." In a very long time, it is a war zone with the government and system that I have worked so hard and long for. And now I think that I was on the wrong side and it's tough and it's hard. And I'm sorry I came at you with that level of heat. You guys came here to Save me, even though I didn't need it. And even though I didn't ask for it, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you what I was doing, but I just, when you get a lead, you don't have, you don't think straight. You don't, you don't take time to think about it. You just, you just go after it. Mm. And I thought, I thought I was about to find my dad after 60 years of looking.
1: I thought I found him. If I'm not mistaken, Penny is is trying to ruin me. am I correct in saying that?
0: That that seems to be a beneficial side effect of what she's doing.
1: Okay, because I'm just worried that if she's targeting the original people who've dealt with her or dealt with the Valai, that would just be your father and Mezo. I would assume if your father's still here somewhere. Did your father work with Mezo closely on hidden secret projects such as
0: experimenting on the Valai? No, he he wasn't even part of the Eris project. The reason my father is as prolific as he is is he was just a guy he was a he was a pilot and tavern guy but even before that he was he was when we left earth my dad was just a pilot who was trained to fly these things and he ended up becoming someone that everyone knew if the reason my father is sort of the the beacon of humanity is because he showed that you could be great from nothing at least you probably won't have to deal with penny then that's good I doubt that. Look, Astrid,
2: if you don't think I understand what you're going through right now and what I would do
3: to find the person I'm looking for, I do. But don't be mean. I guess the question is, why do you think he's here or was here
0: or your lead's here? We have talked about the voices that you can hear sometimes on the ships. Yeah. With your information about the Vlai and realizing that they were the ones who created them through sacrifice and and that there were reverberations from the souls that transmogrified themselves into the, the engines. I started figuring out that, okay, great. He was hearing the Valai. He was hearing the whispers of the soul and I could hear them too. When I was growing up as a kid, I, him and I were the only two people who could hear them. Every other people heard the static, but no one else heard the voices. Then I got a message And it said he was here. Who was the message from? It was through static. It was through the voices that I heard as a little girl. It could be Penny. I thought the Volai were telling me, and now that you're telling me about this Penny, it's maybe, it's all manipulation. Maybe it was a lie. Maybe this is what Penny wants. Maybe this is what this, this is the next step of her reckoning.
1: Well, all we know now is they wanted you, and they wanted us, on this planet. And they got it. Shit. So all we can do is wait for whatever's going to happen to happen. And while we do that, we'll search for your father.
0: Thimble and I have been working on something and she goes over to the whiteboard and she rolls it over and turns it around. And like it illuminates from the back and sort of like the, the writing begins sort of like separating and, and rearranging itself in the the correct order instead of like just the jumbled, closed mess that it was. And you can see that there are uh, a couple things of note on it. First, you can see a list of the things that you know the Valai have done. So you know it's the Eris reactors, you know it's the spikes, uh, you know it's the tree, Kaya. Those are the the three big ones that you are aware of. Then there is a list of things that you have told her that Azin has taken. So it's the Eris reactor, the power core of the spike, the water of Kaya. You can tell she's trying to do what you do, Merrick, all the time and try to find a reason why those matter, why those are connected, what that means. So
1: up to this point, he's taking things that the Valai have made, correct?
0: Yes. Let's
1: go back to my last theory from a couple hours ago. Now he wants Cody. Yes.
2: Huh. Yeah, I see the pattern. I'm not made by Valai. I'm made by Alpha. I assume I don't
0: have any similarity to the way they make things, right? No, no, it's not like under your shirt. You have like a, a little mini eris reactor or anything. No, you are. There is no sort of like, like I said, like there there seems there tends to be like a, an aesthetic, which is like that blue sort of like soft glow. And, you know, I, I like look of the valai stuff. There's nothing about you that uh, that reveals that I pull up my shirt. I'm just pointing at all the
2: like the janky, like exposed parts. I'm like metal snowman, not valai. Do You know
1: who does have a soft blue glow as eyes? Well, that and the lights that shoot through his body.
2: Yeah. Is he just infusing himself with Vali power? Or maybe he was made by the Vali. We have the core he tried to take on Usuron. Would that be helpful for you, Astrid, to work with, experiment
3: on? We do have one of those, yeah, don't we?
0: Yeah, you guys did take the thing from (laughs) acid that he was carrying around.
3: It's just like gathering dust in storage. We just haven't looked at it in a while.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. That would be useful. I'll ask the Sinonans to get it. (sighs) Okay. I'm glad you guys are here. I, I think it's really, really bad for all of us that you are here, but. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. 100%. If I'm going to be in a war zone, I'm I'm glad that you guys are here by my side because I trust you. And that list is very, very short and pretty much extends to the people in this room. Same for us. That's why we wanted to come as quick as we could. And thank you for <laughs> for coming to rescue me. It's so <laughs> dumb, but thank you. It it really does. I'm I'm annoyed that you did it, and it's just because I don't want you to be in danger. But thank you. Um, and she stands up and she she's finally sort of like gone back to regular Astrid, the the normal amount of tension that Astrid has, uh, in her day to day life. Thimble comes in and immediately sees you, Durin, and comes <laughs> yeah. running over to you to give you a hug.
3: Oh yeah, right back at her, not even thinking about, it. just straight up hug. Like, oh glad you're all right.
0: I hate that you're here, but I'm. I'm glad to see you. Honestly, I thought we were
3: repaying the uh, the favor for getting us out of jail. We kind of got led here, apparently.
0: So I've been looking into, with with the help of Dr. Ross and, and her research, the liquid. Uh, we know that it's the blood. We know that it has a psychic resonance. I'm trying to see if I can come up with a way to disrupt that. If we can take whatever psychic influence that the silver liquid has and disrupt it, then we might be able to turn the tides of this. I don't know how close we can get to that, but that's that's what I'm doing here. The Sononans are very, very good at making weapons. And if we can come up with some sort of psychic projector with Sononan tech, we could we could change the tide of this real quick. Sever people from their connection to Penny. Is that
3: what we're calling her now? Penny? Yes, we call- she called herself in a way. We met her. It
1: was
0: very scary. She almost killed everybody. It yeah. beats nobody. She stops and she says, are you? You sure that they said Penny? Very yeah, sure. Why, very you know, does that mean something to you? She runs over to the whiteboard and uh, opens up like a small browser window and she begins clicking and clacking and uh, she opens up a picture that you have seen before and it is of the Eris shuttle like team with Mazo and all the other Eris engineers and you see that smudgy blur and she says the like main vilai that helped build the Eris reactors. Her name was Penateris.